Blog Talk Radio. to Daylight podcast, the NBA version, where I will be making once again a lineup with my partner, the Motown Mauler, on a day where it's a nine-game Friday night slate in the NBA, and it's a day without a lot of obvious values. Isn't that correct, Mr. Mauler? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit earlier, and the only real values we see possible are at shooting guard and small forward tonight. Um, you know, and that that's tough. Well, one of the, it's good timing actually, because I was listening to an outstanding episode of Roto Grinders yesterday with you and two people, you and I respect a tremendous amount uh, in L Jeff L Hefe and JM to win from the DFS conference. And I had heard a lot about head chopper before, but I'd never listened to him. And boy, he's really good. And they did a game theory podcast that I recommend anyone who listens to this podcast listen to. If you want to be a better fantasy player, it's really cool that we make lineups and that you get picks for the day. But I know I'm always looking for a better way to think, a better way to build lineups. And that show goes a long way towards doing it. And one of the things that the chopper mentioned was the core player value strategy. And he also mentioned how he doesn't attack each slate the same. And the reason I mentioned them both Mauler is I think the two combined together make a really good play on a day where there's not a lot of obvious value. Yeah. And, you know, just going back to your point, you know, our old adage is, you know, I'd rather learn how to fish and do it myself. And I think uh, what you talked about with those guys, Chopper and those guys, you know, that's what they're doing. They're trying to, you know, teach the new people, you know, the best way to go about their research and, you know, how to uh, manage their bankroll and things of that nature. And, you know, that's a, a good for, for everyone in the industry. And, you know, uh, that's always a plus. Well, that's a great answer, and I enjoy it. But, you know, sometimes I want you to live up to your name a little more. And I was expecting you to say something along the lines of, well, you know, I, I typically like to kill the fisherman and steal his fish. 
But if that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, I, I was taking a drink because I had a dry mouth and you almost made me spit out my water. I can't be mean all the time. I have to wait. No, and, and no, you, pick, you, pick you my, are, you are a very time. gentle mauler. You actually want to maul with the right way by being the best. And that's one of the things that I love and respect about you and why I think we make such a good team because we do have mutual respect. So what we're going to do today for anyone who's listening is we're going to make an NBA lineup in the 300,000 Friday shoot around on DraftKings, 330,000 to first. I know the mauler always likes that big payout up top, and he's starting to get me excited about that. Um, nothing I'd like better, Mauler, than to send you fifteen grand about this time tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, I wouldn't mind accepting that. And here's the thing. I mean, you know, we've been uh, pushing and pushing. We got up to fifth place last week. And, uh, I mean, let's take a look. What does fifth place pay out on this thing tonight? I can take a quick look. Oh, we, I mean, we would it's still 7,000, 7, you know. I mean, that's a great payout, you know. It's very rare that you get up to the top five. We just like cashing. You know, we do it because, you know, we love doing it. And, you know, two heads are better than one, uh, I always say. And uh, let's get going. We talked about earlier, with the, with no value, we're going to go about it differently. You know, we usually go with our value picks first, but we don't see any. So we were going to go with our our best picks. Who is your best pick of the day? Well, um, definitely. I uh, I was going to say something else, and I, it slipped my mind. If I think of it, now, uh, I'll let you know. Well, I'm going to throw one name out, and you mentioned about B- – oh, I was going to mention that we are 6 out of 10 with cashing now, which is still a very good percentage when you're playing GPP. Um, I didn't count the um, the speed round because that was a different animal. Uh, but okay, so I'm going to throw out my number one player of the day by far. He typically doesn't have high ownership, even though he tends to crush value uh, fairly often. He's also playing up in today and in a game that should be pretty competitive. And better than that, he was part of our $3,000 winning lineup. I'm ready to go back to the wall again with Mr. Brooke Lopez. Well, I uh, see zero value at center. I have six names wrote down, three high-priced guys, three middle-priced guys. My middle-priced guys are still, you know, what we call long shots. They could hit, but, you know, we're, we're looking for high floor, high ceiling. So my, my middle price guys were Gortat, Zaza, and Jokic. My top guys, number one is Brooke, with DeAndre behind him closely, and then Mark Gasol down a little ways. So we totally agree on the, the center position. We'll plug Brooke Lopez in right there because there's no, no need to, to, to discuss it if we're both leaning the same way. Yep, and so that leads me and, – and I really do have a drop-off – you know, I kind of get this thing in my head where I slot things, right? And I really don't have any pick that's core that is even close to Brooke today. So what is – I'm going to go to you for the next guy. What's 
either one name or a couple core guys that you think you're going to have in a majority of your lineups today? Well, I think to win a GPP, you have to, of course, hit on one of your value plays that are low-owned. Um, I don't think this guy is going to be super low-owned, but I kind of see him as a sneaky play with all the, the different values for shooting guard out there. So I'm going to throw two names out. I like Evan Turner at 5,100. I think he might be higher owned, but then I also like Marco Bellinelli um, down at a little cheaper price. They're both supposed to be in competitive uh, games that are top three in total, total points for the day. So those are the two names I'm going to give you that are my top value plays, and that'll allow us to, you know, kind of see where we want to spend up and, and make the rest of our lineup. Well, at the shooting guard position, I had Ellington. He isn't um, a tremendous upside guy, but at 4K, he has – here, I'm going to look this up really quick. And He's at about – He's at about 20 every every game, um, up to upwards to 25 DraftKings points. Yeah, um, so he he's getting he's always making value, absolutely. Yeah, 20, 17 and a half, 25, 22, 17 and a quarter, 25. So we'll keep him in the back of the mind. Now I have a question for you on Bellinelli. Uh, I know he got some extra run the other day. I typically like him a little cheaper. Is someone out of that lineup? Well, Macklemore came back uh, as everyone played the other night, but Bellinelli still started, and he got a majority of the minutes. He got 36 um, with Macklemore still there. So, uh, I mean, he's just a value play that I'll throw out there. I got another one that we're probably both going to like that we missed on the other night pretty much because of, of the late swap idea, um, you know, and, and Jimmy Butler was out and we liked Etwan more, but we didn't pull the trigger. But if we knew Butler was out, he would have been in all our lineups. But if Butler's out, I love Etwan more again. And, you know, then we kind of decide where we go with, you know, more or, or Turner, um, you know, depending on who's going to be out and who has the higher ownership well, and upside. Well, Turner is certainly, the safest guy, uh, I think that he's gotten 26, 29, 27, 25, and 30 DraftKings, I mean, minutes, and 32, 39, 19, 32, and 30. So, using and one the thing James... about that is uh, um, Crowder could be out tonight. They said he had a um, – uh, ankle injury on top of something else on Wednesday and that he could possibly not play tonight. And I think if he doesn't play, Turner turns into a really good play. All right. So let's plug in um, Mr. Turner. And okay. that gets us a semi-value play to go with Brooke Lopez. Is there a top-end mm -hmm. guy? Now, one thing we can discuss here is the Philadelphia-Washington game has the highest total on the night. And Washington's favored but not by nine. But one thing I noticed that since Ish Smith has come into the picture, that the 76ers have only been blown out five of the last 18 games. And Washington has only beaten someone by more than 15 points 
once in something like the last 10 to 15 games. So I, I think it's a good game to target some people. Who do you have from that game that's high up on your list? Well, I'm looking at my little cheat sheet that I have here. Um, of course, John Wall is one guy um, that I have up there. Uh, hold on. got to sneeze here. Uh, he is kind of tricky because, you know, he does have a high price. And the other night he just went crazy, but it didn't even get noticed uh, because Steph Curry had 51. You know, uh, John Wall, I think, had 40 and 12 assists. So I think John Wall is a great play. But, you know, how we, how we always look, we want to see can we get the most points per dollar. And when we look at the point guard position, um, you know, only four names stick out to me, and that's Wall, Paul, uh, Kyrie Irving, and then Isaiah Thomas down a little lower. Well, I'm going to throw one other name into the mix, and there's a chance that Jimmy Buckets misses again, and that's Derek Rose. And let me look at the matchup again with uh, Derek Rose. Yeah, Chicago against Denver, that's pretty pretty good matchup. For you Rose, Mudai is not a good defender. And uh, Rose is at 6,200. He he's one of the guards that I keep going back to today. Um, Moutier in the same matchup, and then I like both Ish and Wall. What do you think? I'm going to completely go in a different direction since we've I kind of identified the point guards that we like, but there's no one that really jumps out at us. Let's go back to that Washington Philadelphia game. And see if there, you know, one guy that's kind of interesting to me also at shooting guard is Bradley Beal. He's starting to see an uptick in minutes. He was out for a while. It's a game that's up in pace. I like him. I also like in that game, uh, well, Covington not as much on. On DraftKings, no. He's he's gone up to, yeah, over 6,000 on DraftKings. Yeah, that's the problem. I like the game, but I don't know that I like any individuals that much. I do like Ish and I like Wall. You na- yeah, you threw out the, a few you threw out a few I'm names. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, those were the I have um of that game on my cheat sheet I have Wall, Dudley, and Gortat, and that's it. Just because like you said, they're all middle priced. Yeah, and the other and the sneaky one is Porter because if he starts getting more minutes, he's one of those guys that does have a high ceiling, and his price point is fifty six hundred. So we'll we'll pivot off of that, and we'll look at our other value position. Although it's also a position where I like some people, but at small forward, I have his values: Deng, MKG. And Dudley, and are there any who is oh and CJ Miles? I think CJ Miles is very sneaky in a game where it could be a bit of a blowout. His game log is, you know, his floor is ridiculously low, but he does have a high ceiling. Who are the guys that you kind of like at small forward? Um, with you, I like Dang and Dudley. Uh, you know me, I'm 
I, I can't believe I'm saying dang every time I say it, but he's been so consistent lately, you know, 25 to 30 fantasy points his last few times out. And, um, you know, that's kind of always semi-dependent on who's healthy down there in Miami too, because, you know, when Wade sits, when Whiteside sits, he gets a little bit more usage. But I like him and Dudley and Joe Johnson down in that 4500 to 5000 price range. And I, I'm with you on MKG. And I think Aaron Gordon is uh, against San Antonio. I think uh, he still has another tough matchup tonight. I think it's OKC. But, um, you know, I can see him easily putting up 30 uh, and being a sneaky play tonight. All right, so we we both hit on Dudley. Let's stick him in as a placeholder that neither one of us is in love with. But, we'll, you know, as we start to fill out our bracket and our lineup. So the most expensive players on the day, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, LeBron James, Chris Paul, Paul Gasol, Jimmy Butler, Carmelo, Paul George, Kemba, Rondo, Millsap, Jordan, and Kevin Love, and Colby Leonard. That pretty much gets you down to 7,800. Any of those names jump out at you, Mauler? Yeah, a lot of them did, actually. And I think, you know, that's kind of where we're going with our lineup is a lot of mid-priced guys because, you know, we want that, that, that floor tonight with not too many value plays. Love, stick, um, Love sticks out. I just got a... a RG alert that Jimmy Butler will play tonight. So that helps us right now as we're actually live. So, I think that uh, Jimmy takes, uh, is in. I think that takes Etwan Moore since his salary is up to 4200. It makes him less of a value, um yep. but it makes him more sneaky if we get down to the end of the lineup. Um yep. you mentioned Kevin but, Love out of everyone on that list. I liked him the most both based on salary and the fact that they've been playing up in pace since Tyron Liu has taken over. And you mentioned Irving. I want to like Irving, but Boston is very good against defending the guards, but they're not as good against defending the bigs. And it's for that reason that I kind of like Kevin Love. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is – my two guys that I really like are both power forwards. Um, you know, you said you got down to about the 7,800 range. I like uh, LaMarcus Aldridge down at 771. Um, he's been picking up the pace lately a lot. And I mean, uh, for a while, he wasn't even a daily fantasy option for a lot of people, you know, unless you wanted a low owned sneaky play. But the last two times out, he's gone 42 and a half and 52. And the time before that, uh, it was a stinker against Cleveland. Um, but even against Houston in the previous game, he had 45 and a half. And I think at 7,100, he only needs about 33 uh, DraftKings points to make value. And we, when he's seen an uptick of, you know, 45, 42, and 52 in a game against Dallas that should be decently close, I think he's a decent play as well. Well, especially with Dallas being home, you have the interstate rivalry. I never like Aldridge because he is such of a boomer bust type of guy. But I mean, just against Cleveland, he, he, you know, he's one of those guys that when he, I play him, he doesn't seem to do as well. So just going over his last 10 games, 52, 42, 17, 45, 12, 15, 35, 18, 41, 43 DraftKings points. I mean, that is a huge spread, but I, 
I agree with you. He's one of those guys that I wouldn't play, but I think that's the beauty of making lineups together. And if I stick love into the power forward spot and Aldridge in at the forward spot, that leaves us $5,866 between point guard, guard, and utility. And I think that sets us up to have a pretty good lineup. Yeah, so if I'm reading correctly, what we have right now is Turner, Dudley, Aldridge, Lopez, Love um, with still needs to fill point guard, guard, and utility. Yep. Uh, what do you think about Willie Cauley-Stein today? Uh, Sacramento is at Brooklyn. Uh, I worry because we have Lopez, and if Lopez you know, goes super crazy, he could get Stein in foul trouble. Um, that's one thing that you know a lot of people don't think about, but it's tough to take two of the to the guys that are playing you know the same position because if one dominates the other and gets in foul trouble, then you're in trouble. Well, with I think I have a better one. What do you think of Jokic with Paul Gasol out? Possibly. Yeah, Paul Gasol's out. I think I think Jokic is a good play because Chicago is already pretty bad against bigs, and with Gasol out, you're you know, you're down to Taj Gibson and Portis. I mean, that's really it, you know. And even if Paul plays and he's injured, he might not. I mean, he's not great defender regularly. So, and and we both have liked Jokic in the past and not used him. If we stick him into the utility spot, that still leaves us five eight five zero for the point guard and the guard. And we like, you know, uh, a lot of shooting guard values. So that I think what we should do is probably next go look and see what we like as far as shooting guard value and then see what we have left um, unless we want to, you know, plug in one of those point guards. And then, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I'm okay. Oh, I think that's absolutely the right strategy. And then see, you know, let's do what we normally do. I'll go down and find the lowest value that we've mentioned, which is Ellington. Um, Actually, I'll go a little lower. Stauskas is in a really good spot. And I'll pop him in just for a second. And that would leave us at point guard Isaiah Thomas or Ish Smith or Kylie Irving. And let's see, as we go up at shooting guard let's see i was you know one guy i liked if buckets was out was uh was a uh, barton but with him back in so at etwan moore that lets us still have isaiah thomas and if we go up to bellinelli you know, you know, one guy I really like, though, at shooting guard is Chris Middleton today. I think that's, a, you know, at 6,900, that's a you, uh, you should, you know what you should do? You what? need to put Millsap and Middleton on a tag team. Those are your two guys. <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. Millsap and Middleton are your two guys. Well, if we, we, we did do not go... go through a show without Middleton and Millsap talking. No, I'm but off I'm Millsap to... I'm off Millsap tonight. Uh, Middleton, I like Millsap a little tonight. Mi- Middleton would get us to Darren Collison, 
Sloan, Chalmers, Bayless, Burke, Ramon Sessions. Uh, so just just wanted to entertain that for a second. If we go with Ellington, we still get Isaiah Thomas. But if we go up to, and I'm not saying I'm in love with Isaiah, but I do know that you mentioned him. If we go up at shooting guard to, where was he? I think, I, think so if we, I think if we took a poll um, of all our listeners, anybody that watches basketball, though, I think most of our listeners would say that Kyrie Irving couldn't even guard them. Like, I am I would play probably almost any point guard in the league against Kyrie Irving, and that's pretty bad because they, they have a good – he has a good cast of defenders around him, I guess. So if we put Bellinelli in, we lose Isaiah. And you're right. I didn't notice. I, I You know, Isaiah, uh, let's stick Isaiah in. I agree with you on Kyrie, and that should be a close game. And then, and they're going to need, with the rest of the team being good on defense, I, I think Isaiah is actually, I hadn't thought of it, but he's a very good play. So that if we put Bellinelli and Thomas in, that leaves us 300 short. If we go back at small forward from Dudley, that gives us Justice Winslow, Wesley Johnson, or C.J. Miles. Um, if we go with Dudley, if we take Turner out and put Bellinelli in, because if we do it that way, I'm I'm not as crazy about um, I don't want to have Thomas and Turner. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think you would rather have Turner at 51 than Thomas at 76, though. I mean, because well, they're pretty much the, putting up similar numbers if they're playing similar minutes. Okay. Turner's last five, 30. 30 and a half, 32, 19, 39, and 32. That's a pretty solid floor at 5,100. Let me look up something because the grind down on Roto Grinders is done. Let me go to that game and I'm going to look at the, the direct matchups because that's, you know, that's so much of it. And you mentioned like- Kyrie. Kyrie like Irving fact, defense. Yeah, and I like the fact that it's kind of narrative street too because Evan Turner um, went to Ohio State and they're playing at Cleveland, so a little bit of narrative street. He's going to have a lot of family in town, and he's probably you know you know Brad Stevens is one of those guys where he takes care of his players. I remember early in the year, um, one of the rookies' dads, who was a college coach, could only be there for like half the game because he had a game, and. Brad Stevens played a kid who didn't play much, almost played in the whole first half. So I think knowing Brad Stevens, Evan Turner's going to get a lot of run tonight. Well, boy, I hate to disagree with the mauler, but I'm looking at the grind down, and Thomas is playing against the 16th best uh, defense against the point guard in the last three weeks. It's been the 17th. And I guess that has something to do with Kyrie. Bradley is the starter. And 
that they defend the shooting guard seventh on the year and 12th overall. And Isaiah is a secondary play for the night on the grind down and Turner doesn't show up. So I want to check out your Bellinelli because that was a guy you also liked a lot at that point that jumped out at me a bit. Ellington is premier uh, elite tonight on, and Bellinelli is a secondary uh, play on the Roto Grinders as long as Bellinelli draws another start. Um, right. So uh, I don't I'm know. I'll start though. I, I, I'm just not loving Turner, but I know a lot of people have been on him lately. Uh, let me just look around a bit. You know, a, a guy that I think was very sneaky, we're not going to get 50 out of him, but 20 to 30 ceiling might be possible at minimum value, and that's uh, Hazonia from Orlando. He's interesting. Um, I know I'm, I'm I'm jumping off the – I like Kid Gilchrist better than Dudley by a good bit. Do you mind that? No, I like, I like him or Aaron Gordon um, if we're paying up. Same price, I like Dang and Johnson. So if I skid in and I take Isaiah back out and I put Bellinelli at shooting guard, who, well, you like, but all right. So if we're at Bellinelli, Kid Gidris, Love, Lopez, Aldridge, and Jokic, we're still at 5,900 for the other two guard spots. Well, if you put Bellinelli in like we liked at the shooting guard, then we have 43, which takes us back to the other some other guys that we liked, um, uh, Wayne Ellington. I'm okay um, with Ellington if we stick Ellington in a, at uh, the guard spot. Etwan Moore. That leaves us back with Isaiah Thomas or Ish Smith. Yep, and we we like both liked Isaiah. We did. Isaiah Thomas, Bell, and the thing I like about Bellinelli is if, you know, this leaves us $200, and if we leave, like right now it's Isaiah Thomas, Bellinelli, Kid Gilchrist, Love, Lopez, Ellington, Aldridge, and Jokic, and if we find out that Bellinelli isn't starting, that means we could pop Ellington in at shooting guard, and then we'd have forty seven hundred uh, to And to that have would leave flex. us Aflalo, Garrett guys. Temple, yeah. Collison, Danny Green, who I think's in an intriguing spot with uh what's his name might not play today? Manu well, Ginobili, I think might oh, miss. Ginobili's for sure out. He had testicular surgery yesterday. Um, he got need, yeah, he got need or something by Ryan Anderson the other night on on accident, and he had to have uh, emergency surgery. I saw yesterday. him go down, but I di- I changed the channel and I didn't hear know that it was that serious. Well, what do you think about this? Thomas Ellington, Kid Gilchrist, Kevin Love, Brooke Lopez, Danny Green, all well that gives us Green and Aldridge, but Green, Aldridge, and Jokic. Yeah, but you know, if if you're going to hit on Danny Green, you're going to hit because he's making a couple threes and you're getting the bonus. Um, I mean, he got 39 minutes last game with with Ginobili on the pine, and 
you know, there's no real other two guard. I mean, uh, Kawhi can play all five positions because he's Kawhi, but is there another true two now that Ginobili's out? Well, and you look at his last 10 games, 32, 21, 10, 41, 17, 33, 10, 18, 7, and 20. He does have that potential to get you into the 30s. And, you know, you and I talked about trying to hit that big uh, – that that big prize at the top here, we've got Ellington who's stable. I, I think we stick Green in, and then as the news comes down, you know, we always give the caveat that this lineup is a 230 lineup and that we reserve the right, as all of you should, but I will always give you the caveat that as news comes out, we might change the lineup, not just to change it up, because we have let lineups just go as we did them on the air, but we do at times make changes because it's the smart thing to do. If we go right now with Thomas Ellington, who is, you know, a pretty safe floor for a shooting guard, Kid Gilchrist, Love, Lopez, Danny Green, Aldridge, and Jokic, it's a nice mix of upside and stability. And it gives us a lot of options at shooting guard and guard as we head to uh, the injury news. Yeah, and like you said, you need a couple low percentage guys to go off. I remember many, many years ago, one of my first GPP wins, I had C.J. Miles, who had 51 uh, daily fantasy points in a 40-point night. And then my first real big NBA GPP win last year um, I think it was 31,000 I had uh, Wayne Ellington in that lineup. So he has a soft spot in my heart. I know what he's capable of because he got 41 that night in a Laker uniform. And um, Sacramento is going to play up pace, and they're not going to guard the shooting guard. So, you know, hopefully Ellington can pay off for us. I I really like this lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, considering we're on a night where there's not a ton of value, um, I I, I like it too. So I'm going to put this in. Um, the Mauler and I are are in, and uh, that will do it for this episode of the Run to Daylight podcast. Um, well, actually, I do want to talk to you about the Nick Tasso interview. At the end of the interview, he mentioned coming on. I think it would be fun to have a, a guest come on, and uh, maybe he could be a, uh, a every once in a while contributor to this podcast. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that anybody that can help us, I mean, look, we're all human beings. We miss, we miss things once in a while. And, you know, just being on with good, positive discussion, you know, something that both of us might miss, he might, you know, say, hey, what about this guy? And we totally missed him. We say, oh, yeah, that's a great play. Just like you mentioned, Etwan Moore the other night, if we, we would have both pulled the trigger, we probably would have been in good shape. But, you know, that's that's the the beauty of daily fantasy. So yeah, I can't wait to, to get on with Nick. And um, as you said, the uh, before the show have a three way. <laughs> well, it, it'll be the clean kind. I'll, I'll be sure to wear a condom. Ah, always good. Always good. I know. I mean, even though I'm 3,000 miles away together. from you, you got to be safe. Uh, you got to be safe. Well, I, I like this lineup. Let's go seven for, Well, I think I lost the mauler there right as he was finishing up. 
Yep, he's gone. But uh, we were going to sign out anyway. So I thank everyone for the listen. And I'm going to leave you today with a little bit of a, a humorous thing that I did. It's kind of sad. But, um, you know, this gentleman has... Um, Really kind of screwed up lately, but I don't see it on. Ah, here we go. This was a a little joke thing that I did a couple weeks ago, but with the news that he is in trouble again and talking about suicide, which is never funny. But I thought this skit was pretty funny. So hope you all enjoy it. It's 2015, a rehab odyssey. 2015, a rehab odyssey. Come on, gang. Work those thighs. Who's got a pelvis? Now do some arm circle things. Add a little jazz to it. Now, now, do, now do this. Now let me see you boogie. What's my name? Johnny, what are you doing? I'm doing aerobics. I'm Johnny Aerobics. No, you are Johnny Rehab. What are you doing? I remember now. I'm Johnny Football. No, you are not Johnny Football anymore. You are Johnny Rehab. I remember now. You all's right. I am Johnny Rehab. I gotta remember that. It's okay. You are not yourself when you're hungry. Here, have a Snickers. Thank you, Hal. Mmm, that is tasty. Mmm. Hey, what am I doing? Eating a Snickers bar. I'm f***ing Snickers bar. I want some blow or some weed. How? You gotta help me out. I need just a little something to take the edge off. How? Please. Please, how? Anything. Just a little taste. Oh, Johnny, this is so sad. You are a complete screw-up and cannot be trusted. First, you end up in rehab, and then you work hard only to fall back into the same habits, and now you are third string. Do you want to be out of the league completely, all because you want another taste? Yes, yes, anything, just a... Just some dancing girls. Where's my dollar bill? I need to roll it up. Oh, heavens, heavens me. Guards, guards, please take Mr. Johnny back to his cell. I mean his room. And take away his key. And all rights are now revoked. No, no, anything. Just a little bit. Just a little. Please, no. I'm Johnny Football! Snickers, it satisfies. Unless you are a drug addict. And then you will just end up in rehab. Under my care. Now, about time I go check on Josh Gordon. Boy, those Browns sure do keep me busy. Meep.
had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around. How you was, where you could be found. Told them you were living downtown. Driving all the old men crazy. Forget her. 